Hey, hey, good morning. It's Tia Tere. I'm doing one of my favorite things, and that is sitting outside. I am sitting on a stoop and just kind of watching the morning cars and some bikes and a few trucks. Soon I have a little interview I am going to do with a, a, a really inspirational person. So I'm, I'm not going to steal all the secrets and talk about it now. But I wanted to give a shout out to Barbara KB for your call-in. I will play it later. It's about being an ant. And I mean, there's both being the actual ant, you know, in which you are really related to people. And then there's also being the ant in which you have that role, you know, you're not the mom, you're an adult in the person's life that, you know, gets a little bit of that parent role, a little bit, but, but not. And I I think that's a good balance because, uh, We shouldn't be everything. We, we shouldn't even want to be everything to somebody. We, we should want our young people to have lots of inspirations and get lots of different folks in their lives, inspiring them and, you know, I don't know. Does that make any sense? I have to play this back again for myself. So, I, uh, it's kind of funny because I'm sitting here. I have my laptop out because I was downloading photos and videos off of my phone to make space while I am scribbling on a notebook with a pen. And on my lap is a, uh, an art piece that I'm working on too. So, it's just kind of funny. I mean... And I'm dressed for my day job, so I'm, like, all dressed up. Well, kind of dressed up. I got my um, my Chuck Taylors. So, hey, Chuck Taylor made these Chuck Taylor 2s that have a little bit of an art support, but I don't see them anywhere. I'll have to, like, look them up and see what's the deal with that because it was kind of a cool thing, and they're really comfortable, and I, I don't see them in much places. So I'm sitting in Ellicott City, which... Almost a year ago, flooded. That's a big ass trash truck. Yeah, that was a huge waste management, one of those big green uh, trash trucks that just drove by. I'm curious how much of my voice gets heard over the trash truck. But it's like the sun is coming out a little bit more now, and uh, I don't know, it's a quarter after six. So it's, it's definitely daytime. It's, it's not night like it was when I left my house. So, oh, yeah. So, Tia Tere and uh, putting out this stuff because I see so many amazing young people in the world. Young people who, I, I guess you could say, like if you had to classify and stick them in a box... You could use the M word. I'm not even going to say it out loud. 
guy in the Dodge just waved. Not of the uh, M generation. That's what I'm going to call it, Generation M. Why not? I mean, it sounds so much better to me. I do not like that other word. And I've never heard anybody say that word who was of that generation. I keep hearing baby boomers say that word. So to me, it's like, you know, if you don't call yourself that, I'm not going to call you that. that. That's just rude. That's me. So I'm Theotere. I say it like it is. I'm going to be a little audacious. And I love seeing people of Generation M uh, doing well and, and, and living life and being. And being. I, I want you guys to keep being. So be you. Love ya. Reading of the Wikipedia entry, 2016, Maryland flood recited on the stoop in Main Street of Old Delicate City. The 2016 Maryland flood was a natural disaster in the United States that took place on July 30, 2016. The flooding, which occurred in the Baltimore area, affected low-lying areas of the Patapsco and Jones Falls Valley valleys. The storm caused significant damage to historic downtown areas of Ellicott City, Maryland. And there's a photo of flood damage along Main Street in Ellicott City on August 10th. That was, the photo was taken August 10th. The date of the flood was July 30th, 2016. The location was Maryland, United States. There were two deaths and there were 25 there were over 25 buildings with damage. The flood event. There's a photo of Governor Larry Hogan and Howard County Executive Alan Kittleman in Ellicott City shortly after the flood. On the evening of July 30th, a severe thunderstorm moved into the area of Ellicott City where it dumped an estimated six inches 15 centimeters of rain in two hours. The flash flood that resulted inflicted severe damage to the area primarily on Main Street. Many homes, businesses, sidewalks, and landmarks were damaged by the flooding, with the city's landmark clock being one of those impacted. A state of emergency was declared by Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, and at least two people were confirmed to have died. Main Street remained closed for more than two months as businesses and residents cleaned up from the floods and began repairing damaged buildings and sidewalks. It reopened to vehicle and pedestrian traffic on October 6, 2016. Victims. The flood took the lives of... Jessica Watsula, 35, and Joseph A. Blevins, 38.
see also Hurricane Agnes, 1972, Hurricane Eloise, 1975, Hurricane Hugo, 1998, Tropical Storm Lee, 2011. So this is Amalia Moore-Sewitz, and this is a reading of the Wikipedia entry, 2016 Maryland Flood. Thanks. Yeah. You know, it's really hard when disasters happen. I mean, because disasters happen to everybody, and almost in I, I mean, you could probably look you could probably look in your own life and look at like the most amazing things that have occurred in your life and trace them back to some sort of a disaster that occurred. I mean. Things do not happen. Things, it's not, life isn't linear. It's a spiral or a roller coaster, right? So I am enjoying all the ambient sounds here. It is fabulous. All of the different filters, they cannot create ambient noise, like real ambient noise. So here I am enjoying it and wanted to share with you a few things. This coffee shop is very special to me when several, several like, you know, momentous things happened here. Like the first time I had a cup of coffee and then I'm driving down the road with a friend of mine and I'm actually not driving. I was in the passenger seat and she said to me, have you ever had coffee before? Because this was, that was my first cup of coffee and I was so wired from it. It was lovely. That was back in the day before this was Bean Hollow. It was uh, Greenbridge. No, not Greenbridge. It was... Shoot. Riverside. It had green in its logo. And they used Greenbridge's mugs, which I loved. And I was actually doing a podcast from my Fun From A to Z page on Anchor One when I learned that the mugs had survived. Well, maybe not all of them, but some of them. And I just thought that was awesome that this huge flood can come in and that something that you think is so delicate actually just sat on a shelf while water was you know, filling the, the shop. So I never met Gretchen officially until after the flood. I met her on my birthday. I met her on my birthday last year. I spent it at Greenbridge, the pottery place. And I wanted to do something for these guys. It's like, I didn't know what to do. You know, I've never owned a coffee shop. I don't know these kinds of things. Uh, didn't have like huge amounts of disposable money that I could just donate 
But I had a quilt, this beautiful quilt with stars on it. And I said to Becky, I was like, I can donate a quilt that can be raffled off. And that, that can help make some money for the coffee shop, you know. Plus, it's like a quilt is a comforting thing that you can wrap up in. So I kind of liked that. And some of the poems I've written about how, how and why I quilt. All right, I guess it's more really about the why. You know, they definitely involve that giving comfort. So, yeah, I, I thought that was appropriate. And stars, um, you know. I, I guess I've always looked up to the sky with amazement and wonder at the stars and the moon and the sun. So stars just seemed happy and joyful and the, the, the colors in this quilt went well with the Greenbridge pottery and I was honored to have it hanging in, at Greenbridge for, for a while because it took Bean Hollow a while to recover, you know, sometimes we don't recover so easy over after things and it was definitely a, a, a journey, and it still is. Still is. So I am going to go to the next episode, which is talking about Mormon. So the second part of the story is about collaboration. And this occurred, well... The story began sitting in the window, well, sitting inside at one of the window seats, looking out with a friend who, well, okay, I, I called her a friend, but one of the things that I always joke is that we're business associates, we're not friends, because she's also in the, uh, the sewing and art world, and I uh, became acquainted with her through that work. And not in a social manner. And we each have our own businesses. And, you know, it's a... It's a good business relationship. And I always joke that, like, you know, I don't want to do things because we're friends. When you start doing things because you're friends, like... I want you to want to work with me because you value the work that I do. Like, I'm going to interview Serena King, who's my hairdresser. and She's my friend, too. I mean, for a year I've been going consistently to her, and I had been to her salon years ago when she had first opened. So I have a little bit of a history there. Um, she I mean, yes, we're friends, but I go to her for an amazing service that she provides, and I pay for it. I think that is an appropriate relationship. It's a business relationship. And I am very pleased with the value that I get, and I, you know, my hair has always kind of been a little bit of my kryptonite in that people are judged by what we look like. 
I hate it. I don't like it. But it is true. And, you know, it's impossible not to be affected by things. So if I am able to increase how people view me with hair management, oh my gosh, no brainer. So I was really quite happy to delegate hair management to her and let her pick what styles and colors and such are going to work for me. And I just let her know these are the things that I've got going on in the next, you know, month so that my hair fits my needs. Huh? You know, you got to give people information. So... So sitting here, just thinking about how when you collaborate with somebody, you know, you still stay yourself, they still stay themselves, but when you're together, you guys have a, a good, powerful interaction, and that, that's a good thing. You don't want it to be a, a situation where whenever you're interacting, one person is benefiting from the other person, and there's no, there's no mutual back and forth. Um, you also don't want to become so that after your interactions, one person turns into the other person. Like, you want to remain yourself. You don't want to become something that you're not. You know, it's not a parasitic relationship. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wrote it up a couple years ago. I'll have to, like, pull that out and... I've got a lot of draft blog entries because sometimes I use my uh, my website and my blog as as just a notebook where I just throw some ideas in. And yeah, a little bit like this. The Theodore just tells it like it is. This is not uh, edited and cleaned up and, and made to seem more than it is. It's just me being real, sitting on the street, enjoying the great sounds of the day, watching the sun come up. I mean, the sun was kind of already up, but, you know, it's getting brighter. And soon I get to have some coffee. So, all right, catch you later. Hey, hey, I'm back. All right, it is now 10 of 8, and I'm heading out on my day. A little bit longer ride today than normal, because I'm way up here. But that's fine. It'll be good. I did not post my interview with Serena King on Anchor. I just recorded it so that I can do some edits to it and put it out on my website, funfromatoz.com later. <sighs> some things I think it's good to just put out the raw, you know? Don't try to make it too perfect. Just, you know, get your ideas down and, and such. But there's other opportunities and other times where you do want to create something that's, that's more of a finished product. And that's how I kind of felt about some of my conversation with Serena because she and I have been collaborating for over a year. 
on my hair. I mean, she is, she does my hair management. Uh, about a year ago, actually a little over a year ago, I walked into her salon and said, I'd like to schedule an appointment. I, I need to get this hair under control. It's, it's become a little bit of my kryptonite. It is not helping me do what I need to do. It's, it's you know, people see your hair. And they're, in their, what is it? There's a phrase that says, what you do is so much louder than what you say. And I think that was a little bit true with my hair was, uh, people would see my hair and they would not necessarily always be listening. So it's just hair it's not who I am it is how you see me but it's just hair so I have had all kinds of really cool styles and colors in this past year and uh, my hair has served me well it has been a tough year I will not pretend otherwise it has been a tough tough year uh, but that is a little bit what life is. Life is tough stuff. Life is not everything always perfect. Perfect is a little bit boring too. I mean, I like real. So, alright, kind of rambling because that's what this is for. These are my rambling thoughts as I'm driving in the car with you. I know you're not really with me, but I'm your aunt and I like to pretend. So in my, in my, in my dream, I get to hang out with you more. We get to have more of these like car conversations. And the reality is you're not right here. You're not in the car with me. So I put them on this recording. And then I save them later so that I've got them and I can cut pieces out of them and do stuff with it. You know, it's kind of like if you made a really good dinner and you had leftovers and you put them away so that you can enjoy them later. So that's what I'm doing with this. Just putting stuff away so I can enjoy it later and share it with you. Not because what I make is so much better or amazing, but because I have something and I want to share it and I am fortunate that others have shared with me and it's not a a you know a trade or a keeping track of it's like there's there's good stuff and people sharing good stuff is good and I'm not gonna sell you good ideas I'm gonna just give you good ideas and I only say that just because I, I worry about our world when everything is a, a sale, when everything is for money. There's got to be some for the good of the world. Love ya.